With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time for VUC. In our 11th year, with us on our journey this year, Simwood.com. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Greenfield Tech. Go to greenfield.tech and see how they can make your tech dreams both feasible and affordable. Our conference bridge is the best you'll ever find at zipdx.com. VUC.me is hosted on Bluehost. And our worldwide local rate dial-ins are provided by voxphone.com. Hey, hello, everybody. This is VUC 659 for August 18th, 2017. Who would have thought we'd made it this old, right? Look back at ClueCon with uh, some great guests. Just before we get to that, I just wanted to mention one thing. If you like what you hear on the VUC, or indeed see on the VUC, you could go to VUC.me, look for the little Amazon banner that's on the right-hand side of the screen. If you are in the United States of America, that aren't that united these days, uh, Canada, or the United Kingdom, which is also not that united these days, uh, and click on that banner, and we will get like 10 cents or something from any purchase that you then do that day. It doesn't cost you a dime. See what I did there? Ten cents and a dime. All right, enough of this silliness. Go to VUC.me, look for the Amazon banner, and look for Michael, who you see right now. I'm going to say goodbye. I'm just going to Michael. Hey. So um, Randy, our esteemed leader, is in California, which leads the rest of us to sort of pull together and put this on uh, for the week or two that he's away from HQ. Um, well, I am now a week back from ClueCon, and ClueCon was fascinating and entertaining, and it was good to meet a great many of the people, including the ClueCon core team. I didn't know a lot of people there, so everybody I was meeting was new, except for a few. Um, anyhow, it was um, it was really a fantastic event, and I would encourage you to look for it next year. That said, do you have any highlights, Kathleen? And, and you're muted in the Hangout, so do unmute yourself. But what, what do you think were the highlights? I mean, I have highlights, but I was helping to stage certain aspects of it. So my highlights are maybe a little skewed. Um, I'm not sure. I think some of my highlights, just personally, would be the free cycle challenge. We had a challenge that uh, we sort of brought a bunch of random craft projects and uh, little craft things. And we had a challenge where, you know, if you didn't want to code or if you just kind of wanted to hang out and tinker with some stuff, you could build a little machine that would move a ping pong ball about 10 feet across the room. And as long as it did that, you, you were entered into the competition. And I think we didn't anticipate how much people would enjoy that game. We had far more entrants than we expected. Um, we had far more machines that were built than we expected. And we even had one that ended up incorporating some hardware and some software into it later. Um, it was this really cool device where if you sent a text, it would turn on a little fan and it would blow the ping pong ball down this little ramp uh, and kind of launch it across the room. And I thought that was just amazing because I wasn't sure people would be interested in it, but they, they really were and they really liked it. Actually, um, thing, hey, I wasn't expecting that after the event at all. And uh, also kudos to Abby. Uh, Abby's really magical. She, she's just so charismatic and she pulled a lot of that stuff together really fantastically. Yeah, she's she's fantastic, and and she's got enough energy to really like sell you on some things. So, so it was really good. Um, and then I would say the other highlight of it was probably the boat tour. I was excited that we got to do that this year, and we had a Thursday event for all the people that are sort of still in the city um, Thursday before their Friday flights or something like that. Um, so it it was cool to see so many people enjoy, and even though we did get a little bit of inclement weather for a little while. Um, it was good to see people having fun on the last day as sort of a relaxing activity. And it's something that maybe they wouldn't have done themselves because I don't know if a lot of people know about the boat tours in Chicago, and it's just a really neat thing to see. So you get a lot of really good pictures too. So 
I think those are those are my personal highlights anyway. Excellent. And speaking of pictures, I just received Fred's pictures, and I'll I'll pull them down as as we move along. Um, yeah, can we add a, a word of explanation about uh, Abby? Abby, for those of you who don't know, is actually Anthony Minasola's daughter. And so I've known Abby since she was a teeny tiny little girl, but she's kind of grown up through the years. And all of a sudden this year, she's emerged as this, as you said, Michael, charismatic, uh, brilliant presenting type person. And I, I suspect that we're going to see a lot more from her in the future, Kathleen. I think so. She's um, she's also been doing a lot of our blog posts recently. So if you haven't checked those out, you can go to freeswitch.org, um, click on the blog tab, and you'll get to see some of her writing and um, and hear a little bit about sort of what we'll, what we've been doing. And yeah, and hopefully been. we'll we'll see her see her across in in Europe for Camelio World next year. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Excellent. Well, um, so I'm going to hand this over to James so that I can carry on with the manipulation of these photos, uh, because James was the one who coordinated Giovanni and Freddie. So um, carry away, sir. Okay. Well, um, I think it's time to uh, introduce everybody to, to Fred from Uganda. Meeting Fred, for, for me, was one of the highlights of ClueCon. Um, I have a rule that I always try and go and sit next to somebody I have, I've never, ever talked to. And Fred was sitting there on the end of the table. I plonked myself down and said, hello, who are you? And he introduced himself. So, Fred, unmute yourself and say hello to the VUC. Where's that mute button gone? It's in there somewhere. Top. Oh, you've got Hi. it. Yep, oh. that's it. Hello, Fred. Hello, Jim. Sorry. Uh, we're very well. Introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Fred Mutesa. I'm a VoIP engineer. I've been involved for over six years now. I'm from Uganda. Uganda is a country that is uh, located in eastern part of Africa. Uh, most of you probably know Kenya. So Uganda is very close to Kenya. They, they, they border with each other. I attended Klukon, the one that just ended a few weeks back, and it was an amazing experience, something that I'm still dreaming about, I'm still talking about, I'm still reciting. The friends I met, it was really, really incredible. I have I have my PowerPoint here, James, if I can show maybe a few photos. I've actually managed to upload my photos into a PowerPoint just okay. as you were talking. So if well, that's okay, I can I can run through it. Well Michael, have you have you got them standing by or do we want to screen uh, share? I have them ready. I think I can screen share James. Okay. That's fine. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I have to say, Fred, uh, but just bouncing into you and hearing your story was one of the high high spots for me because the amount of energy and effort that you put into just getting to chicago was truly amazing um yeah do you, do you want to go full screen with that all right uh just a second can you see that well we're seeing the application are you seeing that yeah we're, we're seeing the uh uh the screen view but we want to see the presentation view oh, okay that's a uh... I'll probably keep it here. I don't know how to to, to share the. Um, yeah, this the it's the present button. If you go to uh, slideshow and turn uh, off the option under slideshow, first, turn off the option for presenter view. But anyway, we can see it and uh, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe it is a secondary view. screen. Yep. Is it also Control P as well? I think is it for present? I can't remember. When was the last time? We use PowerPoint, eh? I use PowerPoint routine. I've turned it off. Let me try again and see. We'll get there. Don't worry, Fred. Can you see that? Uh, yeah, well, you're not screen sharing at the moment. Oh, sorry. This is what um, the VUC is all about. It's learning new skills. I mean, every time we do the VUC, it's slightly different. Oh, we're... we're That's fine. All right. Fine. Is that it? Uh, yeah, we're not on full screen, but uh, but but I'll do. Okay, cool. So... um. I'll just, I'll just share with you my story. First of all, from the, the, the basics of, of getting a visa to the USA, it was, it was really, really, it was tough because in order for you to get a visa to go into the USA, mainly when you're coming from Africa, you have to prove to the embassy that actually you're going to come back after doing whatever business you've gone to do. You won't disappear and run away and be on their streets. So in order to do that, you have to have a lot of documents talking about yourself, 
uh, either whether you own a piece of land, whether you have children, whether you're married in your country, it's a, it's a lot of documents. Uh, surprisingly, I, 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 it took me time, I think, when I how made long, this, How long did it take you from, from start to finish? I, I made this decision to come to Klukon last year, 2016, in the beginning. So I decided in my mind I wanted to attend this conference to, to, to meet new people and get to understand their product. So I started on the process of uh, compiling the document, uh, getting my, checking where my marriage certificate was, my, the birth certificates of my kids. I have a son and I have a daughter. Uh, I, had to, I had to compile all these documents together. So by the time I applied for the visa, I had all this information with me. So I had to show them the, the, my payment receipts, my bank statements, to, to, to show them that I earn enough money that can bring me back to Uganda. So I, I, it, it was really a lot of information that was required. But in the end, uh, by the time I was ready with all this information, when I went to the embassy, I set an appointment. And then surprisingly, when I reached the embassy, they didn't ask me for this document. When they, they, the gentleman saw the big file I had, he smiled and said, I'm going to give you the visa. Come back on Friday. He didn't actually check the documents. That, that was, at that point, I knew this was one of the greatest decisions I've made. Probably something great is going to happen ahead. Uh, after that, I, I, I basically went, I set my date, I bought the ticket, I had to convince my company that I'm working for that this, this conference was worth it because, I mean, a ticket price from Uganda to, to USA, Chicago, is over, can go up to like 2,000 pounds, sorry, 2,000 dollars, between 1,000 and 2,000 dollars, depending on the time that you booked the flight. I had to convince them that it, it was actually worth going there and that it was important. And thank God I managed to convince them because of the work that I had started doing for them. I told them I can't go beyond this unless I meet the developers and the, the, the founders of this software. Probably they will enlighten me more. And then that was convincing enough for them to pay for me the ticket to go to Chicago. Uh, between Uganda and Chicago, that flight, I think it's the longest flight I've ever had because it, uh, from Uganda to Amsterdam, I, I was on KLM. From Uganda to Amsterdam, it's over eight and a half hours. And then I had to wait at Amsterdam for five hours. And then from Amsterdam, joined to Chicago, it's, all, it's close to seven and a half hours. So the whole journey in total was around 21, 22 hours in total. It was quite long. But when I, I landed in Chicago, trust me, I was really tired. But when I arrived in Chicago, I think the jet lag disappeared by, by what I saw. It was, it was an amazing city. I, I, was, I was amazed by the buildings, by the architect, by, 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 by the environment itself. And, and the new things I was looking at, it is quite interesting when you look at how developed Chicago is compared to my country. Uh, for example, the roads can take up to uh, up to some of, of of six, seven cars at once in different lanes. In my country, it's still two cars <laughs> in opposite directions. So that 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 was that was something new I was seeing. I've I've been seeing these things in movies, but when I landed in Chicago, it was a reality. Um, probably I have I have some photos for you. Are we still together? Yes. Oh, great. Uh, this photo I took at uh, Kelem, at where I was transiting. In that Amsterdam. Is me, in Amsterdam. I think that's the first photo I took, and to 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 show that to tell my wife that I'm actually in Amsterdam and I'm transiting. Uh, in Amsterdam, I found a piano at the airport. I took its photo, and then I sat and played a piece. Uh, well, I didn't really play a piece. I won't call it a piece because. Personally, I cannot read music. I just listen and play. Uh, I've learned my music skills on YouTube. So I, I just played something out of my head. And uh, I, I got some friends from Amsterdam because they were happy with what I was playing. And they were amazed. They were asking me, where are you from? Where are you heading to? Is this your first time in the US? And, and, and it was amazing. And then at Amsterdam, they had to check us again, you know, because I think when you're coming from Africa and you're going to, to the U.S., 
they, they have to really be tight on security. But when I was coming back to Uganda, no one really bothered to check me at Amsterdam. <laughs> we just, <laughs> we just uh, boarded the flight. We, we were checked once and, and we went. Um, now, my story at Kulukon really, it, it was something amazing. I, I, I would have had a lot of photos to show you regard the ones I took for the Chicago city and the, and the Lake Michigan, but uh, I, my camera is not with me right now. But I have this photo here that I took during the conference because it took me some minutes to digest and, and, and believe that actually I've made it in this conference. So I took a few minutes of the conference, not actually concentrating on the presentations, but actually trying to, to settle in and, and, and take a few photos because I couldn't believe myself that I was in that conference. It was a very big achievement to me. And the people that I was seated next to, like, like this gentleman here, I don't know if you can see him. This is one of the gentlemen who works at Telenix. And he was one of the guys who, who worked with those old blue boxes. Is it blue box phones? And he, he, was, he had quite an amazing experience. And most of the people I interacted with at Klukon, they, they were really people who knew what they were doing. They were really experienced. The presenters, the presenters were so amazing. And what was so surprising that I had this idea that people who had a lot of knowledge uh, were, were not that social. And, and to my shock, everyone at Klukon, it was like a family. People were so happy. People were interacting with each other. People were greeting each other. People were down to earth, as, as, as that saying goes, they were, they were really humble and friendly and, and helpful. They were listening to whatever you ask them. I mean, you would, tell, you, uh, you would feel free to tell them, I've not used free switch at all. I have used it before. I've interacted with people. And, and, and you would think that these people know each other for so long ago, but actually they have just met at the conference. So this is a photo I actually posted on my Facebook because I couldn't believe I've made it from Africa all the way to, to Chicago and meeting people of, of that, 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 that level and, and caliber, it was a very big achievement to me. I met a few friends as well. I met, I met Alawan. He's a, he's a friend from Pakistan. He's a, he's a, I'll call him a social network geek or freak. <laughs> I met him, my friend, on Facebook, and up to now I still have friend requests from Pakistan flooding my inbox but it was an amazing experience meeting him and and talking to him i also got an opportunity to meet anthony anthony i read about him when i i got the free switch books i read about the author of this this amazing product because i tried playing with it i checked their website the, that the, the information was really really organized the, the the solutions are very clear how to install it it is very very clear I, I, I followed their instructions and installed the product on, on one of, of my computers. And when I checked out the book, I saw the author, Anthony Minesali, and I, in my mind, I was like, I need to meet this guy. I need to meet this guy. And thank God I met him at Klukon. And when, when they told me this is Anthony, I couldn't believe how, how easy he was, how how easy it was to talk to him. I thought he would be this kind of guy who doesn't really want to give a damn. He, he won't really have time for, for newbies like me and, and, and people, people have no idea what they were doing. But I was amazed that he gave me time. He talked to me. He asked me what I was doing. We even got time to play guitar together. Just think about that. We played guitar together. And, and to me, this... This was an amazing experience because I, can, I never, even, ever, ever imagined that I would be in the same room or at the same table at the same time with a guy who designed Free Street, playing guitar together and singing together. It was, it was quite amazing. So up to now, like James, like I told you, I've known, I'm still thinking about everything that happened. It, a lot of good things happened so fast in just one week. I feel like the things that happened at Klukon should have been like for two weeks or three weeks, but everything happened in one week and it was so amazing. I have another photo for the games that were, were done. I mean, Klukon was an environment that fit, everyone could fit in, whether you were a developer, whether you were a business person, whether you were a marketeer, whether you were a social person, 
and 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 they would put your mind to test and these were the games the, the game was very simple design design a robot that can move a ball without you touching it and you could see people putting their minds at work this was really really amazing to me because i thought well uh Klukon is for people who are really who are geeks in in programming who are geeks in in mathematics and computing but actually that's not the thing uh i've realized that Klukon supports ideas uh anyone who can think out of the box anyone who can who can bring an idea can be can the idea can be built on these were really games you could see people uh involved and everyone was involved if you can't code you you, you really had something you could do besides testing your mind and and your, your 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 capability to develop ideas it was a lot of fun there were there were awards being given for for winners and then getting involved and there, there were t-shirts everywhere i mean and that's when i also met james at the pizza party so i met james yeah just when you thought it was safe to have a, a nice pizza <laughs> Uh, you, you got bothered by this really strange person. James comes in. It's a, you know, James. I'm still thinking how it's happened that we met and we got to talk. I'm I'm surprised how James found a chair next to me because you know I seated there. I really people were talking. I'm I'm not very social so much social. So I I wasn't really talking to anyone. And and James comes in, and you know James was the coordinator for the whole Clocon conference. And I couldn't believe he actually found time to talk to me. So he comes, sits next to me, and like, Fred, oh, what's your name? Tell me what you do. Where are you from? And that's how we started. We we discussed a lot of things. I think James really didn't get enough time to talk about everything we were supposed to talk about because because I think we really had a lot to talk about. Um, it was a really great meeting. Uh, I also met some people from uh, the Asteris community. Uh, this this gentleman is David Dufet and is one of the the active the I should say the most active contributors in Astricon. Uh, James, am I right? I think I yeah, think he he kind of runs the Asterisk community and he he plays yeah, a very large part in organising Astricon. He's very active because I used to uh, that's how I know his name. I used to see it in the developers' emails of uh, Asterisk, but I got to meet him. I. I mean, I was surprised that all the people I'd never met all my life that I'm meeting them in Chicago, and it was really an amazing experience. We also got time to interact with the piano, and this one you see right here is Josh Young, who yes, is an amazing Josh. pianist. I, I'm sure he's, he's on the panel as well tonight. So Josh played, and then we, we really had some good time together. Before I even forget James, I met... At Klukon, I was able to meet Alison Smith. Just imagine. I mean, this this is the voice I've been hearing ever since I I joined the the world of telephony. Um, Alison, <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. quite amazing. I, I remember I saw your face and your look of your look of amazement <laughs> when you heard her first. You heard I know. Her, and you turned and looked. And, I was like, I know this. You lady. couldn't believe it. Your eyes <laughs> popped out of your head oh yeah i mean it was it was quite amazing i met alison and i'm like i think i know you i already know you and she's like oh yes you've had my voice <laughs> i was like oh definitely i know your voice it was an amazing experience for me and i'm telling people you know what now i can tell people in uganda when they do their phones and it's like and then they hear those voices and i tell them i met that lady so i think after Klukon, I'm I'm a step above most of the engineers in Uganda. I can say because it was an amazing experience. I'm exposed to people that that everyone would desire to meet. People have done amazing discoveries. People have done amazing an amazing work in 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 making open source software. And and I think I know the roadmap for technology because when you meet people of high caliber and and people who are involved in active development and and technology you really get new ideas i've been thinking things but some of the things i've known I've, I've, i didn't really think they are possible but meeting engineers at astricon and they show you what they have done it is it is something also encouraging because 
now I'm really encouraged. I know, I know the sky is the limit to what I can achieve. James, I'm telling you, it was a very big opportunity for me. Well, I think, Fred, that this is only the beginning for you. Um, I'm sure that over the, the coming years, you are going to build some really quite amazing things. You're gonna, I think you're going to contribute back to the community um, and yeah. interact as well. So now that you know the people, there's no problem with reaching out and saying, hey, Hey, Anthony, can you help me with this? And you know that he will say yes. So, James, let me, let me surprise you right there. I, I don't know when I was going to tell you this. I'm sure maybe Josh and, and Catherine don't even know, but I've been hired at Free Switch. <laughs> You've been hired? <laughs> really? Oh, yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> I'm when starting on Monday. Just a few, an hour before this call. Wow. That, <laughs> That's incredible. So a direct result of all your hard work. Oh um, man, I'm still, I'm still screaming on top of my voice, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I'm looking so, forward to, to new stuff. Yeah. That makes you the first free switch employee in Africa. That is an achievement, Fred. Oh yeah, it's, it's a big one. It's, I'm still trying to digest it to, to believe that it's actually <laughs> happening. Uh, so. <laughs> It's, it's crazy. It is. Well, it just goes to show that uh, if you're willing to take all the time and effort required to, to make these things happen, your rewards will arrive. And, oh, uh, I, and I look forward to seeing all the things that you're going to produce in the future, Fred, because I, I know from talking to you that you, you certainly uh, have a talent and, uh, and a huge amount of intelligence. So. Uh, uh, I look forward with huge amounts of enthusiasm to see what you're going to come up with. Um, and it's going to be good, well, good for Uganda and good for, good for the world as well, I think. Yeah, honestly, so, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to this. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it, all I can say is that I'm, I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm lucky and, being know, part of a very intelligent team. And it's, for me, it's things like seeing people like you, Fred, turn up at... Um, at uh, Cluecom that makes it really so special and worth it. So thank you for, for taking all that effort. You're welcome, James. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy as well. I hope we are still in the time, by the way. I wasn't, I wasn't looking at the clock. Yeah, no, we're still within time, but I, uh, I just wonder whether there's anybody else on the panel who wants to bounce uh, the odd question or two off you whilst we've, whilst we've got you, Fred. Well, I would okay. just like to say it's fantastic hearing your story because it makes me happy that the conference, you know, we, we were able to, to, to provide such a good thing for you and that you had so much fun. So it makes it worthwhile for us on our side. Yeah, and well, I have so many happy memories, like being sitting between you and Seven Do from Beijing, oh, um, man. Oh, man. Eating, <laughs> eating, eating Chinese frogs. <laughs> yeah, Seven was abs absolutely determined that we would eat all eat frogs, wasn't he? Oh man, now I, I, I've not. By the way, I've not told anyone that I even sat next to a dish of frogs <laughs> because the run would freak out. <laughs> I'll yeah. never try that here. Yeah, there was uh, a certain lack of enthusiasm for for curried curried kermit. I think. Oh man, oh man, and yeah, and Semendu was was really was really oh, it was a delicious meal for him. Yes, yes, so it was. Can, you can't well, the I think he got to eat rather a lot of uh, uh, Chinese frog legs because nobody oh, else really wanted them. But anyway, how is it that you've been using Free Switch in Uganda? What 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 are some of the projects you've worked on recently? Well, I started with Asterisk in um like six six years back and. Um, it was working as uh, a PBX, an internal PBX. And then when I, I started, my, my company does long distance termination. So I started developing them solutions for ant fraud. Ant fraud, that is uh, people who use SIM boxes and these SIM boxes cause a lot of uh, revenue losses to the telecom companies. So I, I started designing for them anti-fraud software using Asterisk from open source and all that stuff. And then I realized I, I had hit the wall. I, I really wanted something that could do more. And that's how I came across FreeSwitch. 
because it could handle bulky cores. So I started playing with it. And, and by the way, something I miss telling you is that when I landed into the world of free switch, uh, it was kind of tough, I should say, because coming from the, the other world into this and I was used to something else. But I was offered massive help because I wrote to Anthony on LinkedIn. When I, I checked the book and I saw Anthony Minisali, I checked him out on LinkedIn and I added him. So when I added him, I asked him a few questions on LinkedIn and he responded. He responded. And to me, this was amazing. I couldn't believe that this guy responded to my LinkedIn message about, <laughs> about free switch. It was, it was unbelievable. So that, that really drove me into using the product. He sent me some links to the website, to the documentations, to, uh, and how to get started with the product. I read these links and uh, it opened my mind. So I started using FreeSwitch. I've tried out many things with it from that time. I've, I've, try, I've, I've tried the, the FreeSwitch PBX. I, I think that is Fusion PBX. Um, I've also tried playing with, uh, with all the, the, the features in it, like generation of calls and all that stuff. Okay. Well, that's a really uh, a good segue into uh, talking about with our next guest actually uh i, I think probably there, there will be a lot of people who want to come back and ask you questions perhaps people on the conference people on irc um but uh i'll tell you what we'll come back to you and, and by the way it's amazing that just like everybody else you fred started off with asterisk and i, I bet your your first installation was asterisk 1.4 wasn't it Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny, just about everybody uh, starts off with that. And that's, wh that's when I met Alison Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and uh, like every single Asterisk developer, you then fell madly in love with her voice and, and everything. Yeah. Anyway, but you've evolved now. You've, you've moved on to, uh, yeah. to the next stage of life, which is a free switch developer. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and now it's time to uh, actually talk to... Giovanni. Oh, yes. So, so, so Giovanni, you had a wonderful time at, uh, at ClueCon as well, yeah. didn't you? We, we definitely had a beautiful time and we enjoyed so much. And also, uh, also for me, it was so funny the, uh, that dinner with uh, Seven and the Frogs. So, oh. I think that uh, we really this year uh, get together the community more close knit. Uh, and uh, all the uh, events, uh, all the night events, uh, the evening events, uh, all the dinners, uh, all that was happening in the aisles, uh, in the uh, backstage, uh, city, all the people that were so involved. Uh, I mean, so uh, just to communicate uh, to our, uh, to, to, to the public that is following us right now, that QCon is half the presentation that you see on the stage, but the other half, or maybe more, is just that you really get to know all the other people, all the uh, parts of the community. Really, uh, you get uh, to be in close touch with developers uh, from all around the world uh, that the, for real can give you a direct answer uh, to your questions and uh, you begin to develop uh, friendships uh, and companionships that then uh, last uh, throughout the years uh, and forms uh, your ecosystems. Okay, well, let's talk about your particular role within the ecosystem. Do you want to introduce what you do for FreeSwitch? Uh, I, normally, I, I take care uh, for, um, mostly for uh, high-end installations, so high availability, load balancing, uh, and uh, those kind of big things. But apart from that, uh, particularly this year, we announced uh, a new book uh, that is the third book uh, uh, in a series. And uh, I can show it uh, in the uh, here. And uh, but uh, I don't see myself on the uh, on the video, but maybe that's the hangout way to work. And uh, mm, this book is the uh, foundation. It covers uh, all the uh, aspects of uh, free switch. And uh, let's say that uh, uh, this book gives you uh, a complete autonomy 
uh, into uh, developing applications, uh, installations, and uh, uh, both for your users or uh, customers in FreeSwitch. And uh, this complete uh, a trilogy that is composed by the cookbook uh, and the mastering book. So let's say the cookbook is really uh, the, the, the most basic book, uh, the most uh, uh, learned by example, step by step. Then uh, there is uh, uh, this new book, the FreeSwitch 1.8, that uh, gives you uh, all the foundation, all the uh, reference book, the, the book that you keep uh, on your desk, and uh, and then uh, you have the mastering book that uh, introduces some advanced technique. But what I want to show is uh, uh, my personal choice of uh, three pages from uh, uh, those three books, and I will try to share my screen and this will be uh, from the master uh, from the free switch 1.8 book so the new book and this is obi-wan kenobi on page 231 and that's an important things for our public and after this uh, i will go to the other one and we'll see that uh, on the cookbook we have uh, those two little creatures that are talking one each other uh, through the WebRTC. So uh, we have the, uh, the golden cat and the little bear. But uh, we have another one that also I like so much. And this, this one. And I believe that this will be particularly known to James, and I don't know if outside of Europe this is known, but this was a kind of love in my young age, and maybe also James is interested. Let George Clooney. No, let me share it. And this, uh, the uh, telephone, oh, yes. yeah, from a UFO, UFO, from the shadow, Shadow Central Office uh, on the command of uh, Commander Stryker, and uh, it was uh, a series, a uh, science fiction series from for uh, our young age, uh, more or less in the 60s uh, in uh, UK. So it was very fancy, also kind of very sexy for that age. And uh, uh, I mean, at that time we had. Uh, uh, black and white television set, so we were not aware that, that they got purple airs. But then uh, we saw that uh, in the uh, uh, little pictures that uh, uh, were distributed uh, in albums for our for we kids. So we were very happy also of uh, this discovery that uh, the telephonist in shadow got uh, uh, purple well, air. I think she's in, on Moonbase actually, wasn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Anyway, um, one, of, one of the really good things about uh, your book is you, you describe some of the new features which uh, are new to FreeSwitch 1.8. So could you just spend a couple of minutes just uh, outlining what is new and exciting about 1.8? Yes, uh, we uh, empowered so much all the aspects uh, uh, that are related uh, with the uh, multi-unit control, so the, the capability of uh, mixing and uh, intervening directly uh, with kind of graphic effects and special effects on the video streams. So, for example, we are able to superimpose on the video uh, both captions uh, on the bottom, but also logos uh, on some other part of the page. And one of the very interesting things is that we're able uh, to do chroma keys, so to have uh, some uh, background uh, under-imposed uh, to your uh, image. That, and, that's, uh, and that's why K Kathleen is sitting in front of a green screen. Exactly. Very, very green. But <laughs> if we're running this conference on FreeSwitch, uh, her background would be a lot more interesting, I guess. Uh, definitely, because, uh, for example, you can see that uh, in action during our weekly conference, uh, we, uh, that is uh, Wednesday 
at uh, uh, 12 Pacific time, I, I believe, something like. But uh, you, you can check it on the internet. And, uh, uh, and you will see that uh, it's, it's just amazing because uh, uh, you see, uh, for example, Ken, uh, one of uh, our guys, that is uh, inside a very busy office with old people that is very good looking, etc. That is some stock footage of uh, a busy office, of a high-end office, etc. And, uh, and then uh, you will see that uh, um, an introductory animation like uh, CNN Live uh, that uh, where uh, we have uh, a rounding globe and uh, something else that is spinning around and uh, uh, big titles that are just flashing, etc. Let's say that uh, you can use uh, free switch conferencing like you use a high-end uh, video editing uh, station in real time. Uh, so you can uh, mix and match uh, streams, uh, let them appear more than one stream, uh, more than one person on the same screen, or to have uh, the little face, uh, the talking head of the person that is superimposed on his uh, uh, screen sharing, for example, uh, PowerPoint presentation, and all this kind of uh, uh, trick of the trade that, that uh, makes it much more productive and much more appealing uh, uh, our uh, conference and uh, our meetings. Uh, apart from that, the book uh, covers uh, all the uh, knowledge that, uh, that you need to correctly implement uh, free switch and to build your application. For example, all that is related with IVR, so interactive uh, voice menus, uh, capability to interface uh, uh, your uh, incoming calls with the database backend. I mean, all that uh, you uh, need to use in the real world for real application that has uh, real values. And uh, uh, also it's chock full of uh, uh, references, so you will not need to check back and forth uh, in the internet and uh, uh, try to find that uh, uh, how to use uh, this particular feature because uh, that's covered enough uh, uh, inside the book. So uh, what uh, we make uh, almost nothing, obviously, uh, from the book, but uh, you, uh, we made it mainly uh, to cut uh, all that is uh, the time that we, de uh, we, de we devote uh, to uh, helping uh, answering basic questions, etc. More or less, all you need to know uh, is uh, in the free switch books, and particularly in this last one that is called free switch 1.8. Yeah, I'm very unhappy that I didn't get a copy of that, but it was like a, a feeding frenzy around the copies of, of that book. In fact, the last copy of the free switch manual I've got is this one, which Seven Do gave me. That's Seven Do, yeah. Yeah, it's in Chinese, which is a bit of a, bit of a challenge. So, uh, money on the book, but let me tell you, you do two things. One is you lay the foundation for a very happy user community, and, and on the other hand, you spare yourself having to answer the same 50 questions a million times over in IRC. Well, I've got a question <laughs> that, I, that may have been asked many times before, but uh, I'm not sure. So I, I shall ask it anyway. I mean, the last time that I in, in, uh, installed FreeSwitch was just after Debbie and Jesse had come out. And at the time, you needed to do Masonic handshakes between libraries and juggle this, that, and the other, and talk to Mr. Jerris, because otherwise it wouldn't do this or it wouldn't do that. But that got better with time. But we've moved on now. So Debbie and Jesse is now Debbie and Stretch. And we now have Ubuntu 16.04 LTS, and we'll have 18.04 fairly soon. What's the installation like on these? Is it now better than it was? Is it all from packages? Is it easier to compile? What do we do? But uh, I, have, uh, I have this this answer to that. Uh, now we are about to uh, to repackage a uh, free switch for uh, Debian Stretch, but uh, I can tell you my personal approach on that. Uh, 
free switch uh, is is a server and uh, usually you use free switch as the only application on a machine so i mean why you want to use free switch on stretch before uh, i mean it's time because uh, i mean you will use only free switch on that machine because if you run more than uh, one application on the same machine you will end up having artifacts into the audio or problems with the video. I mean, a server machine that is running uh, uh, real-time uh, audio and video must be the only uh, application on that server. So, so I mean, you don't it, recommend using a, a virtual machine then? You recommend using a, a metal box? Definitely, definitely. That uh, always, uh, and, uh, but uh, you... Uh, if you really need for more for archiving pur uh, purposes uh, or for uh, uh, automation purposes, uh, I will counsel to use uh, uh, containers. Containers, because uh, they are just, uh, I mean, running on the same kernel without any interaction and without uh, uh, any, mm, let's say, multiplexing of the IRQs uh, and the... Uh, uh, the timing uh, from the kernel. And we, we must take care uh, that um, real-time communication is just about time, is only about time, particularly video. Two of some uh, nanoseconds on each frame, uh, uh, after two, three, four seconds, keeping frames or having problems or things like that. And also, I mean, what's the need of having multiple uh, virtual machine on the same uh, hardware machine uh, that uh, that need is to maximize uh, the usage of that machine uh, so for example it's perfect if you use a database and a web server on the same machine because they have no problem at all with the uh, uh, jitter or delay or uh, i mean unpredictability that is uh, uh, let's say under one tenth of a second, or one twelve, or uh, uh, one half of a second. So, I mean, it's not a problem when we uh, access a, a web page or a database query. But that is a catastrophe when it uh, it happens to real time communication. When it happens to your video flow or uh, your audio flow. So, definitely for. Uh, development, uh, you can use, we all use uh, uh, virtual machines, containers, uh, uh, whatever it fits uh, your laptop, uh, etc. That's not a problem at all. But uh, when you are serving your customers uh, or your users, uh, if you don't want them uh, to lament about quality, you uh, you give them the whole of the resources of a machine. You right-size the machine. You don't, don't use a machine that is too much powerful. But the important things is that the kernel, the uh, IRQs, so the timing is all the, is completely devoted only to serve free switch, only to serve audio and video with the highest uh, quality possible. Then obviously uh, you don't take any kind of problem if you just uh, use. Uh, a little number of uh, uh, calls uh, on that machine. But at that point, uh, yes, you, you can do that on some virtual box uh, or uh, on a toy. But uh, if you must uh, ensure some level of quality with some level of throughput, uh, definitely you want to use or the bare metal or containers. But, uh, there has been, but there there has been a lot of... Uh, um, uh, installation, uh, particularly bought in uh, uh, Amazon uh, AWS and uh, in private clouds. But uh, you, you then uh, must take care about. So uh, it's not uh, something that uh, you, ju you just uh, touch and forget. You, uh, if you are uh, into uh, virtualization enough to ensure that you have a fair uh, share of the IRQs and the timing uh, used by uh, your audio and video, then definitely you can also have success. But if you are not so much deep into virtualization, we can sell to go bare metal or container. But uh, I, Michael, Jesse, I, uh, Michael uh, Jerry also can 
uh, intervene yeah. on that because uh, he's uh, very in, in knowledge about uh, this part. Yeah, we're very lucky to have the, the Buildmeister himself, the indomitable one and only Mr. Michael Jerris. So do you want to add to that, Mike? Sure, just a, a little bit of status on different platforms and what's supported currently. Um, what we have in Master right now does build on, the best I can tell, pretty much all the newer platforms. Um, we, so in 1.8, you'll be able to build um, Stretch for sure. I haven't tried um, upcoming Ubuntu. Um, honestly, we had so many issues with strange seg faults and issues in Ubuntu due to them messing with OpenSSL and other things that I don't consider it a viable platform, um, just unstable. So we don't put any energy into that um, from the community they may. Um, I, I believe we will have 1604 uh, FreeSwitch 1.8 packages. We do have all the dependencies done for 1604. We do have all the dependencies done for Stretch, but they are not public yet. They will be soon. Um, so when 1.8 is out, we should have Stretch repos um, ready for people to start doing testing. Um, we're still, at the moment, targeting Jesse, as that's still the platform we're all working on um, as our um, daily kind of you know known quantity. Eventually, uh, we'll move our, all of our dev to Stretch moving forward. FreeSwitch 1.6 will not support Stretch. None of the work to support things like open, uh, older OpenSSL uh, is being backported to uh, 1.6. Um, so newer platforms, 1.6 will not work out. Um, okay. That's the state of being. Um, all the other um, platforms I can think of, we didn't have any big issues for... Uh, with, with newer stuff recently. Um, open, newer OpenSSL that all the distros picked up was the big issue and a couple other related issues. And those are fixed and master. Where are we with the um, with pocket platforms, things like Raspberry Pi, and, and in particular, the, these little babies, this is the Cadas Fin. Um, I'm really, really keen to put FreeSwitch uh, 1.8 onto something like this so I can carry them around in my pocket and do impromptu dangerous demos. There's some scripts that roughly let you build native on Pi. Um, I haven't done any work on cross-compiling, although it's probably pretty doable like with the Raspbian kind of approach. Um, I think that we should get packages out for Raspbian, but this hasn't been a priority um, just because people who pay don't want it. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of a toy. I'll be honest, it's just like it's a lot of time investment and, um, you know, the no one who is doing it commercially wants that. It's more of a toy for us. Um, so maybe um, I haven't gone back and looked at OpenWRT uh, builds recently, although I'll probably do that at some point. Um, nothing major has changed between 1.6 and 1.8 as far as builds, um, other than we now support newer as well as older OpenSSL. Um, so... Like, I know that you can successfully build packages for Raspbian. It has been done. We just don't have them running all the time. I know that you can build OpenWRT builds, a free switch. Um, there's no reason that uh, that shouldn't still be true with what we have in Master right now. Okay. Well, I think we're, we're going to front ahead and, and we're going to try and get it running on these, and then we'll contri contribute back to the community um, the work that's gone into making it all work. But yeah, when, um, when you hit, when you hit stuff, just let me know, and I'll I'll just push like as you hit the next bump, I'll just push patches in the master to fix them. That, my preferred way is to not hack around the issues to just have our you know what's in tree just build for everything. So. If you're going through and hitting bumps on one, just message me online and we'll figure it out as you go. And that is the way that the free switch community works, isn't it? I do. Well, one wonderful response. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much, Michael. I shall be in touch. No problem. <laughs> and Corrado, did you have a question as well? Oh, yes. I have a consideration from the business point of view of using uh, bare metal hardware. Uh, rather than a very large and powerful machine. Uh, Cost-wise, the total cost of ownership of owning uh, an array of, the, of machines serving the same uh, purpose is probably best than a very large, very powerful machine that you need to run virtual machines to the same effect. 
uh, there's hardware redundancy. It's like the old, very old concept. We are all uh, confident and conversant of of RAID disks, RAID redundant array of inexpensive disks. We have a redundant uh, array of inexpensive computers that uh, we can plug in and out uh, when we need. Uh, if they all work from the same database, probably a larger machine for the database, and a number of instances of free switch running to get together. And probably is the same at the end of the day, total cost of ownership that a very large machine running virtual machines for everything. I, I totally agree. And uh, the, by the way, my presentation on Klucon was exactly about that. So I, I totally agree. So by the way, uh, Giovanni, if you didn't realize, uh, Corrado is uh, our tame Scottish-Italian. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I took the time uh, to, uh, to check it out, uh, his profile, when I saw the uh, Italian-sounding uh, surname. So uh, I had uh, a view on uh, his uh, profile. <laughs> yeah, well, he confuses most people because he's got this kind of uh, hybrid Scottish-Italian accent, which fools everybody. Yeah, I've been in in this part of the world for over 14, almost 14 years now. So, yeah, the, the tang is there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, uh, well we've, we're, we've just reached the top of the hour. So that's our, 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 our hour up. I just wonder whether there are any other questions uh, on IRC or on ZipDX that anybody wants to throw in before we draw this to a conclusion. Can you see anything, Michael? I actually haven't got it running at the moment because of... Anybody on ZipDX, if you'd like to pose a question, just star six to unmute yourself. There's a handful there. Um, Nothing on IRC I can see. Yeah, whilst we're thinking about that, Kathleen, do we have the dates yet for Clucon 2018? We do, hmm. and there's a little bit of a twist. This year, the dates are July 23rd through the 26th of 2018. So we will be in July this year. A little bit different, a little bit interesting. Um, so, yeah, same hotel. We like the Swiss Hotel. So Swiss Hotel is brilliant. But can you explain why it's earlier? You know, I actually don't know. I can't answer that question. But it is earlier. <laughs> um, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So uh, um, I am going to go ahead now and start booking flights because the way to, to get there is to plan early. Uh, and uh, if you're Fred, that means starting 18 months beforehand. But Yes, and keep an eye out. Starting September 1st, we will be sending out special ticket deals for all the previous attendees who have uh, joined us before. We, uh, we like to try and uh, encourage people to sign up early, but also kind of give back to the people that have, that have come to Klucon before. We want you to come back. We want you to join us again. And Indeed, and it, and it has to be stressed that the sooner you sign up, the more goodies you get. Because uh, yes. uh, I, I helped out on the first day with handing out all of the folders, and it was quite incredible the the number of gizits and goodies that you can, that the early sign up people get. A massive folder full of uh, raffle tickets and extra tickets for this uh, and uh, the other. So it really does pay to sign up early. Yes, and we have a lot of stuff to give away. We uh, we usually get quite a number of things. So um, sign up early, get in. Uh, I have to say it. it the array of gizits and prizes was the most stellar uh, I think I've ever seen. Klucon always has been a bit of a uh, bit of a, a prize-rich environment, but but this year it was extra special. So you you excelled yourself yet again. And I distinctly remember you, James, lugging it around four big lumps of uh, engraved crystal. In oh your, yes, your thank goodness I managed to get rid of those. Yeah. Um, something we didn't mention, the dangerous demos, um, um, for a number of reasons, ended up on day one, which is possibly not the best time for it. And so um, the morning of day one, frantic uh, activity, woof, woof, um, uh, as I was racing around convincing people that they were going to uh, uh, compete. We managed to get in the end, I think, something like 14 entries, which is a bit of a bit of a relief. Um, and the winner of not one but two prizes was unbelievably none other than Anthony Minasala. Um, and he produced this demonstration, which was just so brilliant 
and definitely was not working, what, two minutes before he stood up on stage and did it. Uh, we kept on slipping him back in the in the batting order because he was shaking his head and going, oh, it's not working. Um, but then he got up l last, uh, last on stage and produced this absolutely brilliant demo. And I'm hoping, Michael, that we'll be able to see this um, um, up on YouTube at some time um, because it was just outstanding. And, and the judges awarded him not one but two prizes, one for the best overall um, uh, performance and the other one for the swan prize the swan is for the, uh, the demonstration that just appears to be effortless and just works because that's what it was so uh, and in fact I have to say I was so moved by the whole thing I, I was almost in tears at the end I was getting all emotional over Tony's demonstration it's the first time that's ever happened to me Aww. well um, if if you have <clears throat> pardon me if you have um any feedback you'd like to give, and this goes out to all the attendees, I did send out a form, a quick little survey that people can fill out. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you liked, didn't like. Let me know what you loved. And we will use that to uh, make next year bigger and better. So make no, sure. There's, there's so much good about ClueCon. Um, but uh, uh, I think we all know we can make it better and better next year. Yeah, of course. More perfect, more Abby, more, more <laughs> Kathleen as well. No matter. I, I, I have something obtuse that I'm going to send to Brian and Anthony just because I think it might tickle their fancy. Um, uh, a Chinese company has just released a surround sound microphone that does 360-degree audio for Android. And uh, that means you'll need four-channel uh, video conferencing, four-channel audio. But it also it then means that you'll be able to, to have full surround with your... Uh, video conference Neat. <laughs> absolutely wonderful um is can i just throw in a couple of other highlights for me uh, one was having uh mr andy smith present during the dangerous demos wandering up and down the aisles even though he wasn't there um he was present in robotic form and and michael you even wired him up wired him up with a mic so he could talk to the audience and that was just brilliant so thank you for that and the other low point for me was doing an additional dangerous demo with Bayan from Flow Route, who uh, the evening before, he was demonstrating his electronic lock picking kit. And I said, you know what, this needs to be a dangerous demo. And so we set up a dangerous demo. We're going to pull a, uh, a victim from the audience and, and get his uh, hotel room card and then use it to uh, pick his lock and then send somebody up to his room to send video of his dirty underwear and things live to the, uh, to the proceedings. What I didn't know was that uh, the evening before, Bayan actually took the credentials from my room key. And uh, even though we pulled a, a volunteer out from the audience and picked his key, uh, the, what, the room that they actually went to see and video from was actually my room. So thank you for that, Bayan and uh, Mr. Simon Woodhead for being the, the video um, recce man. And thank you for, for not nicking all my bits and pieces and finding the really embarrassing bits. So, they so failed to a, find the embarrassing bits. That's a disappointment. Yeah, they were all in the green bag to the left of the TV, but he didn't look in there. On, on the subject of being there in, in remote... Oh, um, there he is. There's a picture. Yeah. There's oh, the yes. remote Andy. Yeah, so I was using uh, something called Beam, a little uh, robot, the presence robot that you wander around with. And uh, I missed all the emotional bits at the end, end of the dangerous demos, quite simply because the Beam ran out of battery. But uh, aside from that, it held up long enough to do uh, live interaction, which was excellent. And the voting, the all-important dangerous demo voting. Yeah. Which definitely was dangerous. And it was uh, manipulated, wasn't it, by the usual suspects? Uh, there was an attempt so to do, yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. We noticed that there was the odd vote or twenty flying around there, or in this case, one hundred and ninety. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but most of them were knocked out, weren't they? They were all knocked out, all those. Yes. Yeah. So it's all part of the fun. Anyway, I think we're about done, aren't we? So, Michael, do you want to say anything else? 
no, in fact, um, I'm looking forward to actually hopefully getting a look at and maybe helping to get some of the videos online. But we have to get all that material collected. So the, the work is not yet done for a select few. On the other hand, we did manage to stream the preponderance of the talks to Facebook. Um, and that, so, that, that, yeah, that was, a, that was a, a first time, wasn't it? We managed to do that. Um, and that was, that was not exactly planned. That was done in a sort of an ad hoc way. So it wasn't, it wasn't perhaps optimal, but it was uh, a nice thing. And we had, I think, 8 to 12 people watching uh, most talks. So it was pretty good. Yeah. And I think with a little bit of preparation, the amount of post-production work that needs to be done uh, turning around the, uh, the videos can be minimized. So they can be... Um, released almost instantaneously. If it's going I, gotta, I gotta throw a shout out before we let this go to uh, to Ken and Josh and the and the the mic runners and the folks who who help with the area where I was in. Um, they do a pretty fine job given the scope of what's at hand and the resources available. And so um, I was happy to help out. Yeah, yeah. Um, big shout out to to Josh because uh, I got stuck with something and I just said, Josh, can you do uh, put up these scores on the screen? And he just kind of did it. So Josh, you're now not, not the newest person in free switch. You're now the second newest. Uh, so it would seem definitely got a lot of work ahead here. Yeah. So if it's special thanks to all the helpers, special, no thanks to the not helpers and the not helpers were Apple with the brand new MacBook Pros with only the USB-C connectors, those were the bane of our existence because they were very difficult to hook up to the projectors. But, but you managed, you managed, didn't you? you yeah, you Ken, Ken had a trick for that, so it was good. Yeah, um, I think that the whole of the AV um, was pretty good to start off with, but just got better as, as, as the show went on. And I think next year is going to be even more brilliant. So anyway, I think we're about done, aren't we? Uh, Randy, if, are you still uh, awake? Do you want to say anything? No, you're muted. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. Good night, right. Mrs. Landingham. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> really, the, we have the good uh, first-time guests and everything, so thank you all, but I'm not going to uh, prolong this. So see you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.